break the law. Let's talk so, about Karen. Let's talk about Karen. Sure. There so is Karen, this film. It's called Lakeview Terrace with Samuel L. Jackson. Uh huh. Did you ever see it? It's the opposite. A, 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 a white man moves in with his black wife. And Samuel L. Jackson just does not like that. And the whole film is about. Uh, I'm going to have to see it. I haven't seen it. I have seen The Intruder from Dennis Quaid and Megan uh, Good, where it's. Uh, he lives it, in the house. Yeah. He gives up the house. He sells the house to this young couple, right. a black couple. It was he good. Doesn't, he doesn't leave. And he also, I, like, people will be like, ah, oh, I had a cigarette. I'm going to toss the cigarette on the ground. And then, like, you know, they find the, the guy's, the smoker's dead body twisted into a cigarette butt. <laughs> Who would have done it? It was Dennis Quaid. So it was like Dennis Quaid harassing this, this couple. Yeah. And a white guy harassing a, a black couple. So I felt it was a little like that. I haven't seen, like, View Terrace, but I have seen Karen. And it's... Oh, but Karen was too on the nose. Karen was too on the nose. I mean, it was like what people suspect, you know, you're thinking but not saying you know and like remember the scene in which she offended all the people in the, oh, at the housewarming party yeah it was so on the nose uh well, she was saying that's, exact, every... that's exactly how i felt this movie i thought it was for its advantage to be that blunt and on the no nose. but it was saying all the buzzwords like uh she said you people she said slavery was so long ago it's like all the it was like a politics thing here. So it, was like it, message, it was like a message. It was like a message board. It was like it was like a Twitter, like where you follow the feed and you follow people. But there respond. are people in the world who think that that's what all white people are really like behind our, you know, what we're thinking, what, you, what, how we talk amongst ourselves. Can you, can you like view the movie as a horror film where she's an abstract yeah. horror? She's racism. And yep. every every button gets pushed in this movie. Everything's on the nose because it's it's so blunt that it's always going to be on the nose. They're pointing yeah. directly at your nose this entire movie. <laughs> and every like god awful thing, the the passive aggressive apologies, that that housewarming thing where he got into an argument and like right. you know, he says it's black lives matter. She says all lives matter. Yeah, right. Like, That's what right. I'm saying. It's too on the nose. It was everything politics. But it was, it was, I felt it was like Halloween. She's Michael Myers. They can't like, yeah. Know, this is like the racism is always here and it's always present. And every example, they, they get pulled over by the cops. Uh, the, the cops also, they video, they arrest these kids who live in the neighborhood and everyone's recording it. And yeah, it's uh, so on the nose. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I also thought it was well-directed, to be honest with you. It wasn't static. And I thought her TV performance shows. was good, too. She Both was of them, a good yeah. actress. Her and, a... and the wife, the umami, I guess, and Malik, were the couple and lived next door. No, I mean Karen. I mean Karen. Karen. Her acting was good. The, the, the couple were, they did their job. They did their job, but... I have to tell you that, so she uh, is, so Karen is... Uh, the, the the actress is in another movie and so and another actress is in this movie karen and in the other movie uh, uh we're gonna get you or there's nowhere to hide i forget the name uh -huh, of the film uh, -huh. uh no place to go or some shit like that so mary christina brown is in this movie she's like i think she's on the hoa board or something okay. and just kind of flat and then when she's uh in this other movie when we get to it 
she's worse than the nominee for worst actress. Like, really? uh, yeah. So we'll, when we get to it, I'll, I'll tell you about it, but just want to give you a heads up for Mary Christina Brown. She's in Karen and she's just as bad as she is. And, uh, <laughs> gotta, gotta squash them all or whatever this film was called. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. I liked Karen. I thought it was well-directed. I thought the guy like had like, he would move the camera around and had some energy. It didn't feel like it was being shot in, uh, and Georgia, which it was, you know, in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, that bugs you. Get everything getting shot. I mean, yeah, of course it does. Well, yeah. I don't know why, but okay. Uh, do you want to go to movie trailer source? Okay. Uh, for Karen? Movie ahead. trailer source is our ad. What the? God damn. God damn. I want to watch the ad for the movie, not an ad for your ad. Right. All right. Here we go. I get the sound going. I did do the countdown. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're doing the countdown. Three, two, one, go. Quiver. Quiver. Yeah. Coke Daniels. I thought this was fine. Baby, you just gotta give it a chance. It's a cul-de-sac. Nice neighborhood. Yeah. Uh oh, so there's a Karen next door. Tell me about your neighbors. Do you mind keeping it down? Right, it she was tells so us to keep it down. How they she kicked them out. They weren't being loud. No, but they got kicked out. Yeah. yeah. The next day, they're outside yelling at the trash cans off the curb right when the trash is picked up. Is she nice? She's nice. Wait a minute. We have a white entitled neighbor named Karen. Karen. Okay, enjoy yourself. Where they go? Karen is a Karen? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, see, they video it. Right. She doesn't get on the phone until 54 minutes into this film. I'm scared. Right. I'm scared. They were trying to frame, right? The cop shot, the brother shot. Yeah, her brother's a cop and he's a piece of shit. All right, you take care of her. My office has uncovered some disturbing information on her and her brother, her cop brother. That yeah yeah yeah. But her husband was killed by black vigilantes, according to the uh, the the guard, the the, the, the lawyer. Yes, yeah, she. They meet the the kid, the Karen's yeah. children. That's what I mean. Like it's so on the nose. Like I, there are people in this world who think we all like the Confederate flag. What do we have here? They framed them. Uh, it was planted. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you could tell from the weed he was smoking, and it uh, may be a different. Bad things happen to people that don't comply. Karen, oh, blood dripping. No one dies in this. She doesn't kill anybody. I don't know why there's blood dripping on the logo. Yeah, they're just trying to. Trying to. Well, I actually like this movie, and I don't think it should be in any of these categories. Uh, I thought the direction was fine. It was it was definitely an exploitation film. They took this like one meme and they ran with it and they put everything but racism is like the boogeyman and it's a boogeyman movie where the evil is always there, always present. And of course, she's going to act this way in this movie. And I thought she did well. Like, I don't think she deserves being voted. Well, whatever. We'll get to it. But well, I uh, thought her acting was fine. I don't I thought it was fine. She, she did her exactly job. Was, she did her job. Well, and I don't think it's a remake, so it is kind of, yeah. I think it's just there as a joke. And we spend a lot of time 
Tom and Jerry the movie is listed as worst remake, ripoff, or sequel. Okay, with the commentary. I, why? I gotta disagree again with the Razzies. How is this a remake? A, I mean, it's a it's a series, a sequel, a ripoff. It's a reboot. Reboot, I guess. Uh, I guess. Again, HBO Max during 2021 showed dated release movies uh, theatrically and on HBO Max. So I saw it when it came out and. Michael Pena was the best thing in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was really, really funny. He was brilliant, and uh, everyone else was great. But you know, he definitely not everyone was great. The, the young couple getting married, I thought, just was yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. mm. But yeah, it, it's a it wasn't believable. <clears throat> listen, it's one of those films where New York City has a M M&M and M store in Times Square, right next to the old Flavor Town, and uh, animated pigeons. Looking right directly in the camera, the second <laughs> film, and they wave their wings at you, and they go, "Can I kick it? Yes, I can." <laughs> and that's how the movie starts. So it's a lot of just like, okay, but listen, this is what I got to say, right? Yeah. This this Tom and Jerry movie was not about Tom and Jerry. It was a I every mean, fine story and everything. It's just not Tom and Jerry. It was about a young woman who was trying to make it in this world. She fell upon an opportunity in a hotel. Right. She took the job. That's who the story was about. And when she got the task to get rid of a mouse, that's when we started to get the antics, you know. Right. Well, it's a classic Tom and Jerry setup. There's Tom, uh, Jerry just wants to sleep inside the crevice of a, uh, a building where he's got like a playing card bed set up, and, yeah. you know, magnifying well, glass. Know, lamp. But we didn't really see that. You see, it wasn't the classic setup. It, that's the classic thing, but it wasn't the classic setup. It started, he was playing piano in the park. and Right, well, he was like tourists. Like, you go to Central Park, and then you listen to the music boosters, and then you, you throw in a couple of bucks, and maybe a cat will fight a mouse while they play music. So yeah. he's playing piano in the park. That's not the, you know, and then Jerry just sort of, Jerry's shopping for a new apartment. It's weird, man. What it should have been was, that classic colonial house, it should have been 1940s style. And, you know, something is invading the cat's home. Cats chase mice as a rule, right? So, I mean, that's the way all the movies, all the Tom and Jerry stuff used to be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I mean, maybe like as a version of the cartoon, it's a failure, like a remake of a Tom and Jerry cartoon. It doesn't have it. There's no reason for kids today to look at that and go, wow, I want to know more about these characters. Right. They're just, they're just they like Chloe. They like now, Chloe. Yeah. Here's Chloe's another thing. That. In today's world of computer, computer graphics, they could have done anything with the art design of the, I think they should have made the 1940s looking, you know, as if it was painted, you know, remember that used to be shown in the theater. Right. Well, they have those Tom and Jerry cartoons on HBO Max, so you can see, like, that they don't have all of them, but they have, like, a good variety of, of the different styles because Tom and Jerry went through different styles. There was the Hanna-Barbera yeah. version. There was the Chuck uh, Lorre version. There was the weird 7 arts, 60s yeah. style. Dickie Moe! Yeah, right. Well, I used to love the Tom and Jerry cartoon kit. That was my favorite. It had a very 60s minimalist appeal to it. And it's uh, slightly racist when I try to watch the show to my son. So, anyway, uh, Tom and Jerry as worse uh, as a worse remake. I have the trailer from Warner Brother Pictures. Okay. It's two minutes and twenty five seconds. 
30 million views. Loud as shit. All right, so uh, I have it queued up. Oh, uh, okay, okay, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. And I'm sharing screen, and I'm ready when you are. Three, two, one, go. Is that good? Good go. Yeah, so they're what? friends. No, what? what? You remember the Tom and Jerry show where they were friends and they spoke? Wait a minute. This isn't the movie. Did you see Wait. this movie? This is the trailer to the movie. No, it is not. Yeah, this is the trailer to the movie. That scene might not be in it. There we go. Can we oh. kick it? Yes, we can. This hotel has been close to four presidents, three folks. Yeah, there's few. Look at it. He's the looking great. The of the century. Oh, with the animated elephants. Elephants. All animals were animated. That was kind of neat. Oh, that's right. There's a fish in there. We have a mouse problem. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Like, she's now she's like an adult. She's playing like a kid's role. Chloe. Oh, wow, this is so detailed. <laughs> yeah, this is bad. I enjoyed this film. It just, I think they, you know. Yeah, nothing was know. happening. Like, it was empty. Like, by the time they get to the wedding, there was, like, nothing going on. <laughs> there we go. A little cartoon action. No, sir, that's not going to happen. That really but, remember, he saw, she saw the fish in the beginning? Yeah, right. Michael was like, what is she talking about? It's the fish. He was so, like, determined to get them. Like, it was just great. Like, the perfect, perfect compliment to this. He did a good job. Yeah. Yeah, look, just beat each other up. That's all you need. I think I might have just pulled this off. I enjoyed this film. I just think they fumbled Tom and Jerry. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad kids film. There's some good performances in it. Mm -hmm. We saw yeah, that yeah. first in the general. First time that was ever done in the general. Oh my god. Wow, that's loud enough. Well, that is uh no, there's my twist. brain hurts. Oh all right. Oh, well no, the next coming up is another kids movie. Uh this is arguably arguably a remake of the nineteen ninety-six Space Jam. It's Space Jam, a new legacy. Right. Yeah, Space Jam two, aka. Carl, we've seen Space Jam too. Yeah. Yeah. They're not wrong. Okay, so the first thing I want to say is um, how do I feel about it? They were so clear that it was Warner Brothers, right? They were in the Warner Brothers studio. and Yeah. Um, I thought some parts were really fun and neat. Like the they went to Casablanca and, and then they were in the DC Superman's art style. Now you're talking about by us, LeBron, LeBron James searching for an actor playing his son. Yeah. Because an actress playing his wife is concerned that the son who created a video game got sucked up by an algorithm. Yeah. Al G rhythm. Al. You're right. See, you know, this 
So one thing is the difference is that we grew up on television and kids today are growing up on algorithms on, on uh, yeah, YouTube. Yeah, that's right. So now the villain is no longer a television monster. It's the algorithm monster. And so this algorithm seduces or, you know, kind entices, of. entices, you know, at least pays attention to the son of LeBron James. He's a siren. Yeah. And it ultimately pits the son versus uh, father in a virtual game of basketball based on the son's game inside the Warner Brothers Studio database computer. And while properties being like people dressed like the mask, uh, root. Yeah, the was that a weird crowd, right? It was everybody famous you ever saw, every character you ever That saw. gained a lot of notoriety because they had a lot of R rated characters. They had the Drukes from Clockwork Orange, they had the Murderous Nuns from The Nuns, a film that Warner Brothers won't re release in the States, yet they use in the character. But to be fair, you put Mr. Smith from the, the, matrix in there it's like being in an amusement park at warner brothers these guys are dressed like the mass they're dressed like mr mr smith you know yeah, and yeah. so it's just a caricature of, of the property it's now i didn't think lebron james acting was bad i thought the story was bad and the lines they gave him to say but he was believable the yeah. story was brutal i mean that's the thing it's like the first one was a tv commercial yeah using tv using a sports property with a movie property and then became a movie and then became ads for MCI collect calls. Like it, it was a commercial and it was so bizarre that it has its own term, you know, like it's not a good movie, but it's a great movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like you, you already know it's not going to be a movie going in. You right. already know it's going to be a sucky movie. So it's you almost forgive it to your for 78 minutes. Yeah. But this was not a 78 minute Nike commercial. This was a two hour right. plotting, just like creaking. Like it's not the first time Warner Brothers referenced itself. That thanks to Looney Tunes, they can do that at nauseum because it's always been the self-referential fourth wall breaking style. And they've done like Looney Tunes back in action. They've yes. always had Animaniacs, they live on the lot. The lot is a character in the movie. So right. It's not like they're they're creating this new aberration. They've always done it. Disney tried to do it with uh, oh, what was that big owl? You know that uh, that video game character played by Ron, uh, John C. Riley. Yeah, it was like uh, yeah, I see his face. He's got like a looks like a lumberjack. Right. He breaks the internet in the second movie. Right. Uh, yeah. Ralph. Uh, Ralph, the Ralph breaks the internet. So they have to go on the internet, and one of the portals they go to is Disney World, where it's like all the disney properties the marvels the star wars the princesses that's where they are on the internet so you know it's not warner brothers is not the first to try to create this like in space you know online property world mm -hmm. in their movies as well so you know the internet is not is beyond these properties but not in the, their movies it was just too complicated they had a yeah, few yeah, moments yeah. it was inevitable and it just wasn't as weird as the first one you know and ugly and it's the first one yeah the the first one and remember that was it did you think it was funny when they said like michael jordan is coming and it was going to be a call back to him i did expect him to walk through the door and instead we got michael b jordan michael b jordan was very charming in that it was very funny in that movie yeah uh, absolutely well you know like the first one had bill murray and they're like bill murray how's you what are you doing here a teamster drove me you know <laughs> <laughs> so it was in that spirit but it's even that was like just uh just you know 
I don't know, but it was directed by uh, Malcolm L. Lee, who uh, or D. Lee. I God, I don't have it in front of me. Uh-huh. But he's he's done a lot of great comedies, so he handled this giant mess, all right. But it was definitely like just not fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, with that, let's watch the trailer. This is considered a one of the worst remakes of the what? year. You like the I have... Brothers? Two minutes eighteen. Oh yeah, let me find that one. No, well, what do you like? That's the first one that comes up for me. I have well, movie coverage gave me one for three minutes, but I do see Space Jam trailer two. Let me see if I can. Space Jam, I have two minutes and 38 seconds. Okay. Is it Space Jam, a new legacy trailer one, Warner Brothers pictures? Okay. Yeah. All right. LeBron James. In three, two, one, go. Yeah, you got amazing potential on the court, and I can help you get there. Yeah, he's got a nice basketball court, like a home court. Yeah. And an elevator in their house. Do me. Oh no, no, they're in the Water Brothers. They're Burbank. So it's just like the streaming service is where all their movies are. Right. And he got zapped into the digital world. Digitized. Right. And each each property has its own planet. Don Cheadle. Yeah, Don Cheadle. Now, Don Cheadle does a lot of television ads for for basketball, so it kind of makes sense he's in this basketball movie. Yeah, that works. And he's fine as this villain. He does all right. Right, he does. Yeah, I don't know. I think I I enjoyed this part. Yeah, Malcolm D. Lee, who did other undercover brother. He did a lot of great comedies. Iron Giant, he wrote down. He did? Yeah. Shoot the ball! They're varmint! But who's that for? Oh, right, they go 3D. Yeah, I wonder what was that all about? At the end, they made him not look... I think they just wanted to go all out. There, see how they're 3D there? Because there's Space Jam 3. That's where they'll probably start off as. Oh, yeah. There are no Monstars. The Monstar. Monstars are great. They had a... If they lost the game in the first one, they would be properties of, of like, Disneyland. <laughs> Yeah, Disney would absolutely buy Warner Brothers. Welcome to the space. Oh, Welcome to the space, yeah. I like that song. Yeah. Looks like she doesn't need a walker, right? Oh, she looks like she's solving mysteries with Tweety. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, my God, what a headache. Well, that was Space Jam, A New Legacy. <laughs> Available on uh, HBO Max if you want to watch it right now. Finally, the last remake uh, nominee for Worst Remake is Twist. 
Yeah, this one I didn't actually see. I, I just didn't have time before our show. I, I did have see seen the it. trailer. Yeah. I did. Yeah. So the, the Razzie's list is this as, quote, rap remake of Dickens' Oliver Twist. There is not a rap remake. There's no rap. There is no, there's no rap. There's no rap. Rap is a music form. It is not in this movie. There are songs. They're all power pop. They're all kind yeah. of 2000 pop. They I do a cover. The trailer only. Have you ever fallen in love by the Buzzcocks plays when the, in the end credits, it doesn't list a performer. So I think it's a cover and it plays during a bar fight, which is the most inappropriate. This movie, Carl, is phenomenal. I can't say enough about this. I want to thank the Razzie Academy for introducing me to this horrendously weird, bizarre remake of Oliver Twist. Is it really place. a remake? I, it's so far afield. Okay, I only know the trailer, but it's like in, they're in this fake world, and he's, yes. he's a tagging graffiti artist. This is written. This, this screenplay was written by artificial intelligence. It said, "What is human interaction? Clothing." Uh, so it says the streets of the cobblestone streets of Dixonian London. It takes place in the glitter and glamour of the Ferris wheel uh, yeah, opulence yeah. of the rooftops of London. So they said they walk around the streets. They all meet on the rooftops. Of and these. they're parkouring. Is that what it's called? Parkour. Yeah, they parkour in the uh, making of. They said, well, we want to do Oliver Twist, but with parkour. And they did. And so Oliver Twist is has a girl, uh, mom, Molly Twist, who's played by one of the screenwriters. And she taught him imagination and they would draw what we want to draw. And they would go to a museum where the director plays the guard, a wacky scene. Uh And he draws a picture of him and his mom looking at a picture of him and his mom looking at a picture. And it's beautiful. He wrote Molly Twist. Maybe she drew it, but he loved it. But she died. And then he's on the streets. He's and he finds Fagan. It's played by Michael Caine. He picks him up. Now, Fagan also is a art deal. He is a art thief. He's an art. Uh, he was a disgraced art uh, gallery owner who now has an underground of kids. There's Dodge. Flash. There's Batesy. Batesy the- is a hacker. And Batesy, the best line is uh, Michael Caine turns to him and goes, Batesy, keep hacking. And Batesy's on his laptop, hacky, 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 hacking. <laughs> Uh, and and red, you remember red from Charles Dickens, uh, Oliver Twist? She's he's she's the redhead wearing a red dress. Red, you know, the sexy I did red read dress. That book. I do not remember. You don't remember red? Uh, and basically, he gets involved and he wants to come up and for a gallery owner who's played by Lil Britton's the other guy. Uh, and it's doesn't exist in the real world. And also Sykes is this woman from Game of Thrones. She has these weird tattoos on her arm and that it just whatever. And she wants this this painting. But ultimately, this espionage, and they're all make-believe. They're all like, oh, excuse me, I am uh working on the road and they're sorry, you can't go through here, this construction. Like just fake Amelia Delia bullshit. Like not in, they dress like, oh, I'm a fake Bobby. You're not a cop. You look phony. You don't even look like promising young woman would even wear that outfit. You just don't look, you look <laughs> ridiculous. You know, like there's nothing like in rooted in real life. It really looks like a computer wrote it, designed it, gave the makeup. And then poor Michael Caine, he's acting. He's sitting there in a he table was, of. He was hired because of his accent. 
He was hired because it's fucking Charles Dickens. You need to throw Michael Caine in there. It's this vision of London where it's the glossy new London. At one point, they jump off a rooftop and they land on a carriage that was outside a chapel for a wedding. And they, they <laughs> land and, and they get off and they go, have a great wedding. And they run off. Horrible. Insanely. I mean, a, a next level of bad movie. I recommend this movie. If you're looking for a bad movie, like if you want anything from this episode or anything from the Razzie nominations, please check out Twist with all with Michael Caine. It is the worst movie I've seen in a long time. It makes no sense. A computer wrote it. People don't talk the way they talk in this movie. They don't <laughs> do the things. So it's like the room. It just doesn't really make sense. So I got I, that right off the trailer too. So let's watch the trailer. What's the I would I I mean I'm voting for Twist. I, I'm voting for Twist with a passion. Now, uh, I am not a Razzie's Academy member like okay. you and your brother Adam, but if you were, I, you were, I yeah, well, I just, I recommend, I'm just here to advise you, I recommend Twist. So it was The Woman in the Window, not a remake, Karen, not a remake of Cruella, Tom and Jerry, not, it's a series, yeah. Space Jam was not a remake, it says arguably, Twist was the only remake. It should win for that reason too. I, I think it might either go to Tom and Jerry or Space Jam, or you know, but I or no, it's going to go to Win- Woman in the Window. But I, I am voting for because it is definitely a remake of Oliver Twist, and it fails all ways. This was a Sky original, so I guess Sky is the British uh, streaming media giant. So uh, I see Sky TV has Twist trailer, Sky Cinema, one minute and four fifty eight seconds. We're going to watch that trailer. Oh, my God. I hate this movie. All right. Let's start with the painting. Oh, so I got to tell you the ending. He, They do this, like, Ocean Eleven espionage, so like the Misfits style, where he sneaks in, and he takes the painting that's on auction, and at the end, he says, I replaced it with the picture of my mom, Molly uh, Twist, looking at, at And that... They've, so the museum posts it, and it becomes a sensation, like a mysterious sensation. It's Everything is wrong with it. People don't act this way at all. You don't break in, put your own painting in the in the pile, and then the museum puts it on the <laughs> no, wall. It's, it's a hit. It's a hit. No, none of this makes sense. Oh, and then one part where Sykes, the mean woman, has a dog, and she wants the sick balls on the dog, and she's ready to do it, and she turns to Oliver Twist. He goes, would you like some more? Oh my god. Oh my god. Don't do it. Are do you like Sky TV channel? Yeah, let's do it. Just let me know. I'm all I'm all cued. Okay, in three, two, one, go. If singing, dancing, and happy endings is your thing. This is not your movie. Right, so it immediately starts off saying there's no singing or dancing. It's like Michael Mike Myers cat in the hat. Oh, there's no rhyming. I don't do that. He spray paints. That's the only. He spray paints an entire building side. That's Dodge, the artful Dodger. Look, they're racing. They got the pop music. Hakor. Look at this hangout. Batesy the hacker. Batesy, keep hacking. Now, this place that they live at. There's a PlayStation 4 box still in the box on the shelf, not connected to a TV set. It's just there in the box. Doesn't make any sense. So they're clearly not poor. Because I mean, the Artful Dodger and all of them, they were the Enforcer? She's a new character, I guess. I don't remember her from the musical. 
Dr. Crispin Lloydberg. Yeah, so that's the guy from Little Britain. The target. Toilet. But not the mark. He is the mark. Oh, I'm an intern. Oh, excuse me, I bumped into you. Everyone bumps into each other. Oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> Look at this. It's not real life. Yeah, they're at the swimming pool. They're on the rooftop. How'd you get on the rooftop of buildings? The cops. That was a one shot. It was a simple plan. Don't excuse to kill you. It's an art espionage. Wait a second. She's not from. She's not from Munchies, is she? No, she's from Game of Thrones. I don't know who she is. Oh, she's, she's on the box. She was the sister. Uh, <laughs> well, that was an interesting twist. Please, sir, may I have no more? Well, <laughs> I have no more. You, what would be yours? It would be twist. You said, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to agree with you. All right, let's go to worst screenplay. First choice is The Misfits. It is stupid. It doesn't Absolutely make any sense. Horrible script. They get away with everything. There's no nothing's grounded. There's no nothing, repercussions. no repercussions. They just still go say we're going to do it. Maybe he just bumps into his daughter in Azerbaijan. He's like, oh, she planned it all along. You do it, but she she was at the same room and she bumped into. Oh, excuse what me, was sir. his reaction? And meeting you here in another country. You tried to swipe my wallet. Well, I, I learned I'm from my protege. I'm a protege. <laughs> Hi, Dad. Hi, honey. <laughs> Terrible. Blech. Doesn't make any sense. Woman in the window. Yeah, it's this is a really hoardy script. This goes on forever. Uh, I enjoyed it. What's what is going on? Karen, written by Coke Daniels, the director. I like this movie. I have no no problem with it at all. Diana the musical. This one was a big deal for me, Carl. It is so tone deaf to do a musical about a tragedy about exploiting this. <laughs> yeah. The paparazzi killed Diana is a popular uh, belief. So why would you make a musical that just plays off the exploitation? And they do a paparazzi number in the beginning, the flashbulbs behind her. It will give you epilepsy. Uh, and then, you know, they have them <laughs> at the end. It's just every camp moment of her life, she talks to a gay man. Uh, gay man. Remember, like she went to like a, an AIDS clinic and talked to the, the gay man, young gay man at the time. It was I, she, I, she was really magnificent in person. She really was. So yeah, absolutely. But Camilla has a lot of airtime in this this musical. She shows up, and it's her side deal. Like she had a husband, but she was fucking uh, Prince Charles for for mm -hmm. decades, and she set this up, and it was going to be a, a good little thing. It. It should not have been written. I would have definitely picked this as worst screenplay. However, the last choice is a little film called Twist, which, <laughs> my God, I'm telling you, uh, make an exception. This is a phenomenally bad movie, and it's so weirdly written. It's just... Well, do you think sense. I should watch it? If you have an opportunity, I got it from the public library. Okay. So... Yeah, I uh, you texted me the picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's out there. Just, you know, you may not want to pay money for it, but you have the chance to see it. Is that uh, your choice? Yeah, I think so. It's not grounded in reality at all. It doesn't make any sense. And they get away with so much weird stuff. See, I chose The Misfits because I haven't seen Twist, but I chose The Misfits for the exact same reason you're talking yeah. about. If I had seen Twist, I probably would choose it, right? 
Yeah, or maybe stick with the Misfits for the same reason. They're both strong contenders. And I would throw in Diane in the musical, which was my choice until I saw a twist. Uh-huh. Worst director. Okay, we are going to a film that I have not seen. I have not seen Dear Evan Hansen. I'm planning to see it this weekend. Uh, it is a okay, musical. I that, right? Now, I go to Amazon. Now, I hate musicals. I hate musicals. I won't watch them. I won't watch them. So I went to Amazon was like $3.99 or maybe even $5.99. And I said, fucking things I do for love. And I clicked, yes, paying my money down the trash. <clears throat> and then he goes, no, 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 no. I was like, what have I done? <laughs> so <laughs> what I did was I hit the skip thing, you know, skip ahead 10 seconds. So they would start singing and I would skip, skip, skip. And then I would listen to the drama part. And then they would start singing. I would skip. And in between the skips, you catch a second of, that's why I am your mother. And so you sort of get a sense of what the song is. <laughs> I'm your girlfriend. You know, so I don't know. It was this. Okay. I hate musicals, but if you like musicals, you might like this because it it does it in the real world. You, do you know what I mean? It isn't a big stage production. Well, it's one of those movie versions of a musical where they use the movie universe to move the cameras around in a real school. Yeah. But they do keep the aspect of having the actor who plays the teenager keep his real show his real age, which is right. like 25 or whatever. Uh, and I, I don't know oh. if it's the original actor, but the guy who plays the lead, not Evan Hansen, but the guy writing the the, the song, Dear Evan Hansen, uh, he's 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 not a teenager in this movie, right? Yeah, like I, I don't get it. Well, on stage, if you have someone playing a teenager and he's twenty four, you go, okay, I get it. You know, this is a movie musical. Uh, it's better to have an adult do all these heavy lifting, and it, I can suspend disbelief that he's twenty four, but in this musical playing the aspect of teenage life that we all can relate to but when they do it in the movie you're like why is this guy 24 walking around a high school and you thought that you looked at this guy and was thought he was older yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah and i have not seen this yet hmm? i haven't seen it yet okay and also he well i don't know i never thought that i thought he was a high school kid you know and i thought the other ones were too and I just think I don't. If you like musicals, this one was, they it was art directed different. That's the wrong word. It was a different mood. You weren't in a musical. You were in a drama, and um, it was the, it was endearing. Um, it was a little bit gilding the lily. I think you like to say that because it was that. like um, he tells a lie. And then he gets like almost caught, so he lies a little deeper, but it makes them feel good about it. So he's encouraged to do it. And then later he has to reveal his lie. You know, it's that, I mean, that always happens. That happens to Gilligan, right? Yeah, half of the world's, uh, world's greatest dad to Rob Williams, to Mark. Uh, yep. All right, well, I have, uh, so it, this, this movie pops up in the remaining nominations. Uh, but it's for worst movie. director, Stephen do you feel Do you feel that he was the worst director? No. All right. Renny Harlan is the Misfits. Well, do you want to watch the trailer to Dear Evan Hansen? Oh, oh, okay. I have a universal pr- pictures, three minutes and 18 seconds. 
Dear Father. Evan Hamster. German Deutsch. I can't find it. Dear Evan Hamster. Did you say Universal Pictures? Yep. There we go. 22 million views. Dear Evan Handsome. Dear Evan Handsome. Okay. All right. Let me make sure this thing is pumped. Three, two, one, go. Today is going to be an amazing day, and here's why. He's got that word going. Word. He's writing a letter to himself, okay? Because his therapist told him to do that. He, he is Evan Hansen? Yeah. Oh, but isn't there like a dead kid? There's the guy who's going to kill himself, Connor. But he'll have that letter in his pocket, and they'll think it's a suicide note written to his best friend, Evan Hansen. But it's him writing about his lame-ass life. Right. Man, he's a man without Connor. Oh, no, that's the letter. Right. Why did I print it out? It was an assignment from the therapist, still. He was going to deliver it to his therapist. Is it? He's singing right now, right? With auto tune. Is there a lot of auto tune in this movie? Yeah, and there's Lois Lane. Is it? But she's also the woman in the window. Well, no, she saw. She saw the woman in the window. He is not the woman in the window. Oh, excuse me. So it's, it's like <laughs> Amy at Lois Lane is in the movie called Women in the Window. Yeah, Lois Lane is in the movie called. As a different person. She's not the woman in the window, but she's in the movie. The window, the window. How much clearer can I be? Listen, if I could do it over, I wouldn't have watched this movie. But if you like musicals and... It is endearing and touching, and you don't think the direction is like noticeably bad. No, I'll be asking you about the screenplay and the acting later. But oh, look at you, loser! They got the swings. <laughs> I can't do it. Can we stop? Ooh. You're viral. They're trying to raise money. Part of his lie was they went to an orchard together as best friends. And I can't deal. And so they want to buy the orchard. So they have to go fund me page for like $100,000. And his lie gets exposed. I don't know. It's embarrassing. It's cringy moments. Oh, sure. I hated that one. My, my house of lies fell like a house of cards. Now, wait. Julianne Moore aunt was also the woman in... She was the woman in the window. Yeah. She got killed. Yeah. So you, so you were right that... Yeah, that's right. Sorry, the woman in the window. Except she's not Lois Lane, so we can't do the same... Okay. Oh. Man. Okay, I don't know. Uh, I, it was a snore fest, but that's only for Carl. Other people might really like this. Full, full disclosure, I'm going to the public library. There's five copies waiting at the popular 
video library. Uh, they call it popular. Crisis. Wow. No, you know, it's a very 70s part of the uh, Los Angeles Public Library, the downtown uh, May Brands. They have something called the Popular Library, where they have the cookbooks and the paperbacks and the videos on the ground floor, so you don't have to go upstairs. Uh-huh, how convenient. It's right there. Yeah, it's the Popular Library. Well, that's on the Popular Library. That's Evan Hansen. Oh, my God. I, I don't know if I'm going to be into it. Worst director, Rennie Harlan in The Misfits. Yeah. That would be my choice. I feel like it's a comic book, and at least in that aspect, it was successful. Like, he was able to stitch one scene to the next. So if it's like, we need a shark, cut to a shark. Yeah, but it know. just wasn't... Okay, so you're saying he did his job, but I don't know. He didn't give us a real world, and he showed us wealth and luxury. Right, I yeah. No, it was just... It was easy. He's got the leopard being a pet for the sexy lady. Okay, all right. I'm gonna. I'm. Ta I'm ta uh, tabling that because I. I feel like maybe you're right. Maybe you're right because it wasn't. It didn't add up to anything. It was not entertainment. It was no. Yeah. You know, Ocean Eleven's had at least some grit to it. Some some come up and sort of some, per journey. Coke Daniels is listed as worst director for Karen. I thought he did fine. I thought it was fine. Yeah, he moved. He moved the camera around. It was more interesting. The shots. Mm -hmm. I thought a lot of it was good. The direction was good. The the wife was really funny in it. Uh, the director of Diana the Musical, Christopher Ashley, got named. Yeah. I don't think this should count. I mean, it was a recording of a play of a of a stage show, right? That's exactly their description. This is the Netflix version, videotape with no audience during the lockdown, which was streaming and steaming on Netflix a month before it opened and bombed. On Broadway, it is true. It is a full-on professional production. It is an opportunity to see a full-on professional production shot for the pandemic. However, it's a real dud. It's a real lemon. Of Any nudity? Uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe Camilla. Maybe I think. Uh, uh, yeah, Prince William shows up. The um, nothing. No, there's no nudity in this movie. Uh, you, but it's every exploitive thing about Diana. I just wouldn't vote for it because it wasn't really a directed movie. So it's I not a directed movie, but for the artifact that it is, that it's fact is a real bomb of a movie, real exploitive camp, and that it was productionally you know, exploitative. Exploitative. I know that's what I've been not saying. So anyway, I, I agree, it's not a movie, but and the direction was just you know it was lifeless. But I'm not a movie. I'm not a theater director critiquer. So. The last director is for the for the movie The Woman in the Window, Joe Wright. Right. I'm I, I'm voting for him. I thought that movie was fine. <laughs> I yeah. vote for the Misfits, but I, I don't get a vote. You see, you are a Razzie's yeah, right. member, and I well, maybe I agree. That. Like that's the thing; it's a toss up. It's I think The Woman in the Window is leaden, and that he just kind of jumped right in, and it was just like heavy handed, but or not heavy handed, it's just not any air to breathe in that movie and but the misfits well, was this world room. i don't know i just yeah okay no all right yeah maybe i'll do Renny. i'm gonna have to that's a toss-up in my head i still have to see dear evan hansen so i can't decide uh worst screen couple we have some rather uh, comedic takes one of them is jared leto and either his 17 pound latex face his geeky clothes or his accent house of gucci Here's another... Uh... Okay, wait a second. Yeah. I'm mad at the Razzies again. Okay. Uh, this isn't a screen couple. 
It is. It's his latex face, and then there's his sharing clothes and his accent. It's now, like I know perfect. these are woke times, but I'm looking for the opposite gender, gender here of Jared Leto. And I don't get that. I get a latex he face. He should be nominated for worst direct, uh, supporting actor, and then that should hold it. Uh, then we have uh, Ben Platt, who we just saw, and any other character who acts like Platt singing 24-7 is normal in the movie Dear Evan Hansen. Are they right? No, because that's not a screen couple. Now, Ben Platt did have a love interest. It was the sister of the boy who passed away. And Connor's that, sister? What? Connor's Con sister. Yeah. Della Connor. And so, therefore, it should have been... I mean, if they're saying a, none of these are couples, until you get to Tom and Jerry and they're not a couple. Well, the next uh, non-couple is LeBron James and any Warner Brother character or Time Warner product he dribbles on. Dribbles being a pun because he's a basketball player. Face Jam, too. They, that's a good point. There's no chemistry between him and any of the animators or any but of the... But they're uh, not couples. They're not love but interest. He, but there's no chemistry between them as a couple. They would be... That they would be... What? She's going to date Tweety Bird? Listen, Razzies. This is right. a bad category. Okay. Then, all right, here's another non-couple. Any klutzy cast member at any lively... Lamely's not a great term. Linkronized. Linkronized or choreographed musical number. Klutzy and Lamely are not woke. Uh, Diana the musical. Yeah, I mean, they didn't really interact well. There's one great scene where he takes her out and they're watching like the ballet or whatever. And then it cuts into popular music and they sing, This is what your people, this is what your people dance. This is how your people dance. Uh, and that was definitely, I mean, that's probably, I'm probably going to vote for that. I do think Diana the Musical is going to get accolades. It's not a movie, but as a pop culture train wreck, it is one of the finest weird artifacts you'll find. <laughs> uh, but it is yeah, not a movie, but yeah, they really don't, no one really clicks at all. Finally, Tom and Jerry, aka Itchy and Scratchy, which is also uh, whatever. They're not a couple. They actually fight each other. They actually are the opposite of, of, uh, of a married couple. Oh, so all right. Well, there we go. So uh -huh. I don't know. Uh, we're supporting actress. We're now we have the worst supporting actress. We have Judy Kay as both Queen Elizabeth and Barbara Cartland in Diana the Musical. I, I don't know. I'm glad we're not playing the trailer for this. Uh, there is a point in the start of the second act where uh, romance novelist Barbara Cartwright right. addresses the crowd because she was a uh, diana loved her writing and you know that they both paid off in spades with that like they kind of complimented each other mm -hmm. and it's the same actress who plays queen elizabeth who just kind of does you know okay and you uh, don't notice <clears throat> uh, the razzies notice it and put it down for worst supporting actress for doing okay. it but uh, honestly it's having barbara carlin show up is just one of the weird ticks of this thing yeah oh now we're getting into a movie called infinite <clears throat> Where so no, it's on uh Paramount Plus, which none of us have, and none of us what? will. Yeah, we, we will have it when there's a good movie on it. I'm not getting <laughs> Paramount Plus to watch a bad movie. I have plenty of bad movies right now. I don't, if I have the service, I will go ahead and watch it, but I don't have the service. So, yeah, uh, should we watch the trailer or no? Yeah, I'm yeah, like okay, you're not in the mood. All right, no, I am in the, the mood. Let's watch the trailer for Diana the Musical. This is how, okay, no, I'm just kidding. All right, so let's go ahead. We're going to watch Infinite. 
Do you, Carl, do you have a sense of what the story is, Infinite is about? Uh, yeah, it's like uh, people think you're a um, schizophrenic, but you're not. The things you see are real. Um, inf- this infinite trailer, I see it there. Did you watch the trailer? I have watched the trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which this one do you is- like? One Media? Yeah, let's do One Media. So we're going to watch the trailer from One Media. This film has a lot of nominations, nominations, and this is the first on the list for Sophie Cohen. We'll take a look out. I do see the uh, stunt actor who, with the beard who always gets beat up as a henchman. Right. Already there. Uh, and this is a Paramount Plus original. You need to purchase Paramount Plus because you want to see The Godfather and The Godfather TV show called The Offer. And now you get to see this. Ready? What's and- the Offer? Okay. Oh, the offer is about the history of Godfather, how it got produced by by Paramount Pictures. Oh, how boring. Okay. All right, so let's watch this movie. Three, two, one, go. You are an infinite. Oh, they do that, like, intro to the trailer thing. Man walks in with a sword. Diagnosed with schizophrenia. Fourteen. After carving the words, look inside into your chest. Box diagram. It looks like Doctor Dream. Look inside. Look inside. inside. I carve look inside mirror wise in the, my chest. When I was going for my first X-ray. Have you seen my Inception soundtrack? Yes, we're playing it. Wow. Why all this is because none of that is mine. Weep. Weep. Was it yours? Weep. Every time you say, I don't know, he's triggered. Wow, this is the whole movie, Carl. Is it yours? I don't know. Are you in your mind? Last chance. All right. Come on, techno. It's coming back to infinite. So he was another, he was a person in another life? I think, yeah, like he keeps getting reincarnated. She shot the, she shot the handcuffs with the machine gun. That was very precise. Get in. You just shot me with a machine gun. That's very precise. Yeah, I guess there's CGI there. Mm-hmm. We already saw this. No, we saw in the, the intro to the trailer. Wow, Interstellar. <laughs> yeah, the landscape. From... Yeah. We saw this already. We saw, yeah. Oh, that must be her, Sophie Cohen. Sophie. Infinite, infinite. The director is great. Equalizer is great movie. It, this doesn't look like a good movie, I guess. But is it as bad that it has to be nominated that we have to get Paramount Plus to uh, 
Well, I, I didn't see the movie, as you know, but of course I, I just assume it's a horrible movie. I mean, it's it's Mark Wahlberg. It's just, he'll be Hollywood hitting you over the head. It'll be, he'll be the same character he was in all the other films. Uh, I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice guy until I have to fight. You know, yeah. it's always the same. All right. Well, there we go. So maybe we don't need, maybe. I'm a reluctant fighter. But we don't know what Sophie uh, Cookson does. Yeah, I know. We can't really vote. I don't vote. I am not a Razzie's Academy yeah, I, member. Okay. But in an advisory, advise as a, as your conciliary, I say I, I can't vote on that one. It, I didn't see it. I, I don't think because it's the streaming world, there's not like a DVD that Paramount Plus is released for people at the library. So <laughs> I think it's like I have to go find a friend who has... Uh, this and then I can do it. Uh, all right. Well, the next movie is uh, for worst supporting actress. We have the performance from Taryn Manning, who played Karen in Karen in the movie called Every Last One of Them. I didn't see it. Did you? Yes, I have. Uh, do you think it's a, should I see it? No, I don't think you should see oh, it. My. It's a basically like kind of a another real time uh, dangerous game or be killed uh hostage situation okay. it's basically uh a revenge you know somebody killed my daughter and this just really hurt me so i'm going to kill their son and then i'm going to keep killing yeah somebody killed my puppy which is really my wife the soul of my wife was in that puppy right gonna so i'm going to kill the guy the mob. and then i'm going to kill his mob dad and blow up his mob yeah you're the worst complaint you have about john wick this movie is basically this guy's daughter. It takes place in Coachella. There's a drug over. Okay, wait, 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 wait. John Wick should have killed that guy at, with the car okay. and then stopped. Stopped. The debt was paid. The guy who did it paid. Every last one of them takes place in Coachella, not the Coachella Musica, Music Festival, Coachella, California during the off season. And, um, this 17-year-old girl did heroin with a bunch of other 17-year-olds. Really? Dosed. They panicked. They called their cop dad. He says, uh, well, why don't you just throw her in the lake? If a dad, he's still living. Well, whatever, son, just throw her in the lake. And then he does. And then the dad of the lady comes and kills the son in front of the dad. And it's it has some Chinatown, Orange County water politics which went completely over my head because the only other interest to note is Richard Dreyfus showing up. Okay. And Richard Dreyfus, how old was he? He's 70 something. Yeah. He shows up and he talks in the kitchen. He talks in a, in a police station. He talks in a car. He basically has a couple of scenes, you know, he says, you gotta, you gotta stop killing everybody. You know, your daughter ain't coming back. Mm -hmm. uh, you gotta kill everybody. <laughs> and, uh, Mary Christina Brown, who I think is a worse actor uh, than Taryn Manning, shows up. I, I don't know who Taryn Manning is. I forgot she was in Hustle and Flow. I went to see this movie before Karen, and I thought that they gave the nomination to the sheriff. The sheriff was played by Mary Christina Brown, and she had no emotion. It looks like she's in Fishburgers, Carl. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not good. Oh, my mind? Oh, yeah. Not a good idea. So that is uh, 
my review of every last one. one of them. Yeah, so I don't think Taryn, Taryn only has a couple scenes in this movie. She's the wife of the uh, dad who said kill the kid. Yeah, the, the revenging dad like stabs her hand. Oh, all right, I'll tell you the truth, you know, type of thing. But other than that, she's just she's in a few scenes and that's it. So not very noticeable for it. Okay. Every last one of them, and it's also on Roku channel. So oh, so we watched the trailer. Oh. Yeah, let's do it. So Paramount Pictures, Paramount Movies has a trailer. Every last one of them. Fortunately, one minute and fifty-four two seconds. Okay, uh, you like Paramount movies? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, a minute forty-two. That sounds yeah, great. Really, yeah, we're on the same page. Look, the killing fields of Nam, the rice paddies already. Oh, okay. it's, it's just Chinatown, Jake. In three, two, one, go. Oh, Inception. Oh, yeah, Michael Madison. He's, look, he's too good. Hi, Dad. I don't know where you're at. Please call me back. I gotta find out what happened to my daughter. What happened to my daughter? Melissa is a good girl. I know where she is. So what's your deal? Why don't you get out of here? A lot of junkie shooting up. Am I going to see Richard Dreyfuss? Yeah, he'll show up in this. There we go. No! He's in the kitchen. He's in his 70s? Yeah. Last night I played uh, in that Clash tribute band with the drummer. Oh, great. How did it go? It, it went really well. But the one of the guitarists, I found out he was 69 years old. He looked like he was in his 50s. He was. Great. Well, we can only hope. You're right. Who drew yeah. first blood? Oh, it's her. Yeah, right. She's she's at the kitchen table. Hey, uh, yeah. Good girl. Make sure they get what they deserve. Every last one. Every last one of them. Terrible. Look at that, he's shooting the cop car with a machine gun. Oh, yeah, no, this movie is a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Roku channel, but uh, yeah. 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 It was, but Taryn Manning is not the worst part of it. Amy Adams, the mom, plays of uh, Lois Lane, got nominated for Worst Picture of Dear Evan Hansen. Carl, you saw it. What do you think? I think that this would be who I'd vote for. Now, I really like Amy Adams, and unlike the world, I liked Woman in the Window. Right. Well, I, I'm I'm done with it. Uh, and then finally, Camilla, Camilla, Erin uh, Davy from uh, play Camilla, Camilla from Diana the Musical. I, I, she wasn't great. So uh, I'm going to have to hold off until I see Dear Evan Hansen because I can't form an opinion yet. Okay, yeah, let me just infinite. explain. If, it's going to be hard to explain because Amy Adams is good, but she was a little wooden. But the thing is, she is always wooden. It doesn't mean she's not good. Right. You know, no, believe right. was an actress. She but was it was kind of two-dimensional. It was kind of, she was like a concerned mother who just believed that the kid was replacing her kid. And she was trying to be positive, And she's always arguing because, I don't know, I, 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 hate to give it to her but if now i am not a, an academy member of the razzies i cannot vote but in a advisory capacity like as your consigliere i would say consigliere 
unfortunately how it did yeah. but I have to advise you advise you. okay fair enough you i think do. that's fair enough so amy adams uh your performance did not make the mark this year. but i love you. you worst actor scott eastwood in dangerous playing no the drugged up psychopath he was fine Mark Wahlberg in infinite we yeah. haven't seen it so yeah. yes i still uh, vote for him he played mark Wahlberg. he did the same guy i just know it roe harumph as Charles, uh, Princess Prince Charles, and Lady the, Diana in the musical, you know you you got to perform and sing and the and choreograph. They did fine. The only one I would say is that the uh, the guy who like followed Princess Diana around was kind of not great. But you know what? That was it. That's the only comment I have about that. Uh, ben Platt and Dear Evan Hansen, worst actor. Is that the hero? Yeah. Wow. Well, I thought he did fine, but uh, you need to see it. I, need I to thought see his it. acting was very believable. And then we finally have LeBron James and Space Jam, a new legacy. Yeah. I mean, to be generous, I would say probably him. Uh, now, but well, I just want to say that Ben Platt was perfect for the cast for Dear Evan Hansen because he had a cast. It said right. Connor on it. Right, Connor on it. I don't think he should be picked. LeBron James, you think, is the worst actor? I don't know. I'm going to have to watch LeBron. But I, I've seen Dangerous. I thought it was a nuanced performance. Uh, I saw Charles and Diana. The musical was fine. Uh, ben Platt, I haven't seen yet. And LeBron James, you know, he was able to sync up with the animation, all right, but he just was not interesting. He was no... <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought Michael Jordan was a lot more fun. Okay. All right, worst actress. So uh, Janina DeWall as uh, looks nothing like that Princess Diana, according to the press, except when she's wearing that wig. And you're looking from the back of her head. She, yeah, she was winning, but she sang, she danced, she did fine. It was the musical itself was bad. Any uh, Amy Adams, Woman in the Window. You'll pick her. I won't. I thought she was fine. Taryn Manning for Karen. She did exactly her job. She was fine. I absolutely agree. Oh, okay. Megan Fox, Midnight in the Switchgrass. I think at this point, let's not play trailers. Did you see it? No, I have to because it's one of those Bruce Willis movies. I'm going to see it this weekend. All right. So Why why shouldn't we play trailers? Because we're already two hours into the show. Are we really? Yeah, it's 8 o'clock. Oh, okay. Forget it. Keep going. I have seen Van Vanquist. Vanquished. Uh -huh. Should I see it? No. Nobody okay. should see it. Okay. It is a COVID movie. It has Morgan Freeman in a room dictating instructions to an assassin played by Ruby Rose, a silent assassin, if my brain reminds me, uh, <laughs> who walks around like a maze listening to what his directions instructions are. And make a left. Make a left. Yeah. And I don't know. She's terrible at it. It's a terrible movie. She would probably get my vote. Uh, yeah, she gets my vote. There's not that many other actresses. So okay. I, just, I just thought it was a bad... Now, I didn't see these Bruce Willis films. Did you? I've seen one. So here's a new category, a special category. Worst performance by Bruce Willis in a 2021 movie. It's a special category. All eight of these wow you really walk through eight films making that green well you know what i am actually renting these from uh i'm going to the library and i'm renting them from redbox to make sure i see all of them okay uh, out of the eight movies listed one is on 
Netflix and I have seen it. So I could talk to Which you about one? that. It's called Cosmic Sin, not Cosmic Sun. That makes sense. Cosmic <laughs> Sin. Okay. Uh, it is the Netflix. year 2524. And the Alliance has a peace treaty. However, <laughs> there is first contact and they need to call General Ford, Bruce Willis, who uh, people don't like me. Uh, my suit needs some coat of paint, kind of like me. undeserved accolades as the best (laughs) this is like these Bruce Willis movies and we'll list them they're being called out because one it might be sort of tasteless because if Bruce Willis is going through a personal malady uh, and he's just trying to make some money before he's acting there's there's been uh, gossip Uh that he has dementia oh okay so you may say because of this rumor I heard, this is kind of a tasteless category. You can also say these films he's making are ways to launder money for other productions for, for people and that they give him, you know, cash up front, millions up front so they can get these movies out. Okay. Uh, but the, the bottom line is that he made these movies and I'm going to pay to see these movies. So out of the ones I paid, I will tell you what the worst is. But Cosmic Sin is a good example of what these films are about. They use him, they, he shoots for a day's worth, and then they have body doubles and shots of some guys back of the head nodding, or they'll have like other actors. And it's kind of covid where it's just one actor at a time talks. Right. But they'll have like one of the other actors would be Frank Grillo, who you know from the Marvel movies. He hates Captain America. And he'll be overacting. I'm <laughs> in the heart of the sun, you know, and... uh it's fun, but when it comes to Bruce Willis, it'll be like, yep. You know, if anything, like, and he never gets harmed. He also has this privilege, like, at a bar fight, no one's going to hit him. He'll just kind of smirk and drink his drink. Type of thing. <laughs> and it's the future, so everyone wears t-shirts, but the bartender is a robot. Okay. So, it, but it doesn't make any sense. Apparently, like, the first contact are evil people who, I don't know. But you can't really vote for for it because you haven't seen it no i have seen I mean, that one. I bet, that one. but i'm saying the others right so the other movies i need to see and they include american siege and you're gonna see them all before monday when you vote yeah time this airs on mutiny radio.fm <laughs> i have seen american siege i've seen apex i've seen i've already seen cosmic sun deadlock in- fortress midnight in the switchgrass with megan fox out of death and survive the game okay so this is it worst picture this is the one that the razzies really cares about right okay so here are the choices diana the musical infinite karen space jam a new legacy woman in the window for infinite you didn't see it i have not seen infinite so i'm not gonna vote diana the musical is a i would recommend watching it it's a weird campy bad musical well produced, but it's not necessarily a film so, right. you know, but uh, definitely I, I'm going to vote probably worst couple or the people interacting, singing with that, that show. Uh, Karen, I liked. I, uh, I Infinite, I haven't seen. So it's between two now, Space Jam and The Woman in the Window. It has to be Space Jam, a new legacy. You can't, okay. escape. You can't yeah. escape the fact they made this movie. You can't let them get away with it. You should, we never let it get away with Space Jam 1. There's certain things, especially with as the Razzies, you have to say, no, you can't get away with this. You can't have a movie about your back catalog. 
I think I guess I would agree with you, Space Jam. I mean, I have strong feelings really? about Karen because we're talking about a picture, worst picture, and that was like a bad slice of our culture, you know? But it's uh, a TV movie on BET Plus. I mean, I think it serves its Space fine. Jam I, wins. Space Jam, yeah. We don't need another Space Jam. But uh, it's the day before the Oscars, so check it out. Whatever movie we're going to do this week, we'll be back next week with that movie. Carl, what a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Thank you, audience. Let us chat away. We'll see you next time. It's six o'clock. It's Tuesday. It's um, it's Buckhouse Square. Uh, thanks for doing what you got to do to do. This is uh, this is this is a special day for me. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, this week on Bug House Square, well, I got to say right off the bat, I got a ton of contributors. I put out a thing. I don't know if it's because of the the new year, you know, people are, they, I'm going to do something this year. So, yeah, we got a bunch of response from the the thing today and um, well over the last few days anyway so we got that and I got some great records so imagine that <laughs> so uh, uh, stay tuned and um, stay dry well we'll come back and talk there's uh, oh it's bearing down on us it's bearing down on us we got uh, another atmospheric river is uh, imminent stormy days we pass the time away Sleeping in some good warm place Man come along and we give him a little race Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man And he said unite all you working men Killed him in the river Some strange man Was that A vigilante man Does a vigilante man? Why does a vigilante man carry that sawed-off shotgun in his hand? Would he shoot his brother and sister down? I rambled around from town to town. I rambled around from town to town. And they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante 
man I've heard his name all over the land How high's the water, mama? Two feet high and rise. How high's the water, papa? She said it's two feet high and rise. Well, we can make it to the road in a homemade boat, cause that's the only thing we got left to float. It's already over all the wheat notes. Two feet high and rise. How high's the water, mama? Three feet high and rise. How high's the water, Papa? She said it's three feet high and rising. Well, the hives are gone, I lost my bees. Chickens are sleeping in the willow trees. Cows in water up past their knees. Three feet high and rising. How high's the water, Mama? Four feet high and rising. How high's the water, Papa? Is that right? She said it's four feet high and rising. Hey, come look through the window pane. The bus is coming, gonna take us to the train. Looks like we'll be blessed with a little more rain. Four feet high and rising. How high's the water, mama? Five feet high and rising. How high's the water, papa? She said it's five feet high and rising. Well, the rails are washed out in northern town. We gotta head for higher ground. We can't come back till the water goes down. Five feet high and rising. Well, it's five feet high and rising. You know what?
they know how many holes it takes to fill the Albert Hall. I'd love to turn you
de los timbales ya se quiere alborotar. Para la rumba no hay frontera, pues se baila atrás del solo. Yo la visto baila solo, hasta el timbal. Y el que tenga un pesar, que se busque su cachita y le diga venerita, vamos a rumbear.
Washed his hands and sealed his face. 